Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And part of our world podcast is back. back. And so is Disney. Yes. Which is really what this episode is all about. So we felt like we would kick it off. We've been on a year-long hiatus. Not not quite a whole year, but we'll talk about, you know, kind of the ins and outs of the hiatus and, you know, why we're coming back and... Why now? Why we went on hiatus, and why now's a good time to be back? But the main reason now's a good time to be back is Disney's coming back in full force, and of course, there's still some things left on the table. Um, but we'll t- we'll talk about those. We're going to talk about what is currently back, what's yet to come, what's still up in the air. You know, what we need to come back that may or may not, and uh, we'll kind of end with just briefly talking about the future of the show. Sounds so, like a plan. Yeah. So I, I want to kick this episode off with something that I kind of hate when podcasts do uh, as a new listener. When I'm familiar with the the hosts of a show and they talk about their lives and things of that sort, I'm interested. But when it's my first episode, I'm checking out, I'm like, I don't know these people. I don't want to hear about them. So if you are a new listener, first of all, welcome. Um, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Right. But maybe go back and listen to another episode or don't start with this one because... We're going to start with a little bit about what's been going on with us the past year when we have not been recording. We we had a couple episodes here and there. I went to Universal with my dad, did a trip report. Um, we finished up our trip report from our trip last yes. summer in like January. But other than that, radio silence. Where have so we why been? is that? What yeah, have we been where doing? Have we been? Um, as as most of our listeners know, we are both teachers. Um, Rachel got a new position last year at a middle school and, you know, almost full-time, which she's usually been part-time or less. Um, I took on a new role at my school with actually broadcast journalism, which has been a lot of fun. So I got to put my podcast experience to practice with my students. Um, And last school year in many ways was kind of amazing. But it was also insanely challenging because... Mm -hmm. Um, both of our districts decided to do either some version of virtual learning, remote learning, hybrid learning, you name it. For me, it was hybrid. And we're not going to go into the details of what all we had to do. But long and short of it is we were working twice as hard as we've ever worked in our lives because uh, we were creating new lesson plans, trying to, you know, do things in a way to fit this pandemic um, Learning. learning that we were in. And very early on, we realized we could not sustain our current schedule. And this involved more than just the podcast. But when we sat down and we thought about what needs to go, unfortunately, the podcast was one of the first things. We do love doing it. We do. Um, Happy to be back. Yeah. And we've we've always said on the show, it's been great for our, our marriage and making, making friends. friendships. Yeah. So there's way more than just, hey, it's a hobby. But... Ultimately, it is a hobby, and so we felt like the hobby hobby needed to go. Um, and we scaled back in other areas of our life as well. And I will just say this, that getting back on the horse is really hard because yeah. we've, we're have we teachers. We've been off this summer. Oh, the other thing is I started grad school. That, that <laughs> little detail. I'm currently finishing it. I'm very close. Um, but grad school on top of the hybrid learning, on top of all these other things we had going on, I just did not have the time of day to do a show, which, believe it or not, podcasts take a lot of work. I know a lot of people think you just turn on a mic and you start talking, but a lot of prep goes into it. 
there's editing that takes place afterwards. There's promoting the show, getting it out there. And it was just well, over- and there's overwhelming. the thinking of new ideas, which I think where I was at, I just had no bandwidth to innovate or come up with something creative because I was doing that right all like for my job and then recording lessons and things like that. So just the idea of yes. coming up with something fresh getting back on a microphone it was like i can't i can't do it right now right well and when we oh sorry i was just gonna say but now that has i don't know i don't know what the return to school is gonna be like but hopefully more of a sense of normalcy and this will be fun again right (laughs) podcasting will be like something that is fresh and fun and exciting and that's the thing is the actual act of recording the podcast was fun but the creative energy spent making it Um, was a lot. And when we first started this podcast, the brainchild of it was me going, I'm a creative person. I need a creative outlet, you know? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do something and I wanted to do something that I was passionate about. And we settled on Disney for a multitude of reasons, um, not realizing that there were a million other Disney podcasts out there, but whatever, we're our own thing. Um, But you're right. When you're putting so much creative energy into these other things, you don't need that creative outlet. Like I was trying to completely redesign lessons to fit a new normal in school. I didn't have time to think about the latest podcast episode. And I'll say on top of all of that, to segue into the topic for today, there was a lot of negative news with Disney. Yeah. A lot of it was just bad. And I remember having a conversation with you. I think it was in November. It might've been over winter break because we had a little bit of time to sit down and potentially record. And we were like, I'm just not that excited about Disney right now. I hate to say it. I'm not keeping up with what I would normally do, which is vlogs and blogs and other people's podcasts. And part of it was all the news just did not get me excited about Disney. It was one thing getting cut after another thing. Yeah. Well, now we're on the opposite side of that bell curve. It's ramping up. The inverted bell, I guess. Yeah, because we're ramping back up and tons of stuff is back. So mm-hmm. let's let's get into the topic for today's show. If you have more questions about where we've been, what we've been up to, we've stayed in touch with a lot of our fellow podcasters, but not so much uh, our listeners. So if you have questions, reach out. We can yes. either answer them via email in private, or we're happy to talk about it on future episodes. So anyway, um, for starters, let's just say that with the exception of transportation, like buses and monorails, masks, gone. All right. Yeah. Which, when we went, we were like, we're going to wear the masks. It's not that big of a deal. And I do think it's kind of funny. We did the memory maker and we have all these photos of us in masks. And right. I know these look like dated now because it's so you don't crazy. Have, I know it wasn't. Our trip was in July of last so, year. So I guess a year ago. Yeah. So it's funny because I remember thinking like people were really upset that you were taking pictures with masks. And I kind of get it. But now I look at those pictures and I'm like, wow, we went at like a really right. crazy time. And like, we've got this snapshot of this little time, time capsule. Yeah. Which, you know, we don't have a ton of negative associations with it. Like some people maybe who have like lost a loved one might be like, well, pandemic. You know, for us, it was a very challenging time, but I think it grew our family closer in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, so anyway, masks are optional. Which I don't, yeah, I guess I'm thinking of like our pre-show. I know you're going to talk about pre-shows probably, but... Like being in the stretching room, are they like, you know, like, okay, get as many people in here as possible mm-hmm. without your masks. It's a weird time. It, it is weird. I feel it like does, I'll feel weird about that. It's it's 
it's funny because what we're going to talk about in some ways, Disney's just like completely ripping the Band-Aid off and being like, yep, just do this. Pack in like sardines, you know, squeeze in here. You're not wearing masks. And then in other ways, it's they're just giving a lot of pause to it. Like we still don't have character meet and greets in the parks where yeah. you can actually go up and hug a character. And I get it, but it's weird that in some areas they're like, we're throwing caution to the wind and not worrying about it. In other areas, they're sticking to it. Right. So, and that's um, a lot, probably a lot of protecting their employees is a big thing. For but. sure. For sure. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. It could be a matter of percentage of employees vaccinated is when they flip the switch there because they yeah. do have a lot of young people. You know, the college program is coming back and even without the college program, they had a lot of young people working for them who may may not be vaccinated. I feel like a like Mickey head. Oh, never mind. What? Well, I was going to say like a costumed character. Mm hmm. It's probably not going to contract a virus because they basically like have, you know, a mask sort of on. Yeah. Made of. I don't I think it's medical grade. But... <laughs> <laughs> right. But it is thicker than like these, you know, homemade masks. Right. Um, all right. So, yeah. So no masks. I'm sure a lot of people, I, you know, I had clients going right when the mask mandate was lifted. They were ecstatic. So mm -hmm. get that. Uh, a big one is that nighttime spectaculars are back. Now we only have Epcot Forever, which... If you've forgotten what the heck that is, it was a temporary show in between um, Illuminations and Harmonious. Mm -hmm. So they brought that back temporarily because on October 1st, Harmonious will start, which is very, very exciting. That is exciting. But you've got Epcot Forever um, and Happily Ever After is back. And that will also go through the end of September. And then October 1st, we will get a special 50th a show called Disney Enchantment. Which and is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Sure. All we really know about it right now is that it's also going to have projections on Main Street. Yeah. So I. So should we mention that we are planning on going in November? I mean, sure. So, I mean, I'm just saying for me that makes things more exciting or less, you know, for the, the fact that I'm not going to get to see Happily Ever After again in the near future. It's a little sad, it but sad. I am thankful that I got to see it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm looking forward to the new show. I I'm have looking a feeling... forward to seeing Harmonious as yeah. well. I don't know how. I mean, Epcot Forever. I've heard it's like, like the fireworks are beautiful, but I'm interested to see you know what all they are gonna do with this right new I've technology. Watched, I've watched Epcot Forever. We actually, you and I both watched the premiere of it, and they did like a live stream. It's fine, but I'm looking... Harmonious is the new, latest, yeah. greatest in technology. And I think Disney Enchantment will be somewhat as well. So the thing is, Happily Ever After is so good. Yeah. I can't see them just running it for, gosh, just a few years and then moving on to something else. But I do think when we get um, Happily Ever After back, that it will probably also incorporate the projections on Main Street. I think they'll find a way to update the show, is my guess, to just make it better. But the show itself is so good. Right. And when it comes back, people are going to, if, when, if it comes back, you know. I'm hoping it will have, you know, a, a few years running again because people will be so excited when it comes back because it's such a beloved show. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I've just seen, you know, friends and people I follow on Instagram that are just like, I'm sobbing right now. Like I'm back at happily ever after, oh, yeah. you know, it's just. It's... Oh yeah. You are soaring on emotions watching that show. It's incredible. Yeah, but it is. like I said, I think that Disney enchantment will probably be I'm pretty excited. amazing. Um, 
Now, we do have one show that's come back, Festival of the Lion King, and it's in a modified form. I didn't realize it was modified. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the Electrical Water Pageant, Rachel's favorite, <laughs> is still running. It's not my favorite. Um, I rolled my eyes. It's fine. But people get really excited about it, and I'm like... There it is. It's nice, you know, like if you're, I imagine if you're sitting at like the Polynesian or Grand yeah. Floridian and you're just, it's watching it go by at night. It's probably like, it's this is nice. This is great. But to go out of your way to like, you know, well, stick people out are just like, oh, the electrical it. water pageant. And I'm like, it's nice. It's fine. <laughs> it's nostalgic as part of it. So. Yeah, it must be. Um, but other than that, lots of little things. So, you know, stuff like the flag lowering ceremonies are back. Hmm. So. Um, a Magic Kingdom every day at the end of Main Street. There's a processional. Um, they recite the Pledge of Allegiance. I didn't know this. There's a singing of God Bless America and the Star Spangled Banner. You didn't know this? No. It's one of those things that I've always wanted to do, but I don't want to break my right. hardcore park going to go see a flag lowering ceremony. So, right. But I'd love to catch it. Yes. Um, but yeah, they choose, they choose either a vet or an active um, duty military guest to assist in the lowering of the flag. So cool. it's very, very cool. Um, photo, photo pass photographers can now use your cell phone again. So a lot of people liked that in lieu of like the memory maker. Now I still swear by the memory maker. It's an insane value. If I'm not splitting it with other people, which pro tip there, if you don't know, you can do that. Even if it's not people on necessarily the same trip as you, like we did it with our neighbors, oh, you right. add them in my Disney experience as friends and family, and then all those pictures go to the same place and you can split the cost of it. So if I'm not splitting it, it is a lot of money, but 170 bucks is way less than you would pay a professional photographer to do a similar photo shoot, let alone at Disney. Right. So the value is is insane. But and a lot of people, photos. Like they take, yeah, really good photos. And less so than if you give them their, your smartphone. Because right, we've done like, that, and it's kind of just like, oh, you get whatever. and Right. They're not going to, like, blurry pose or, you exactly. or, like, you yeah. know. I've been fairly disappointed with the results of handing a photographer my cell phone and asking them to take a picture. But the photo pass, there are some where, like, the flash goes off and you're totally washed out or other. Like, we've had a couple that are blurry. But for the most part, professional amazing photos anyway if you don't want to pay for that you can ask them to use your cell phone that went away with covid that's now back it's minor but it is a thing um now there are character meet and greet spots coming back which i think is very cool um you know because for a while there were no characters and then it was like you can see winnie the pooh frolicking in the field with a butterfly net and mm -hmm. wave at him and take pictures now you can go to like a designated spot and snap some photos with, you know, Alice in Wonderland or characters like that. So, that's, so it's still social, socially distanced, but very cool. Obviously, there's character dining in a few different places. Um, and there's that's been back for a while. That pretty socially distanced. Like you can't do pictures with them or anything. No pictures. No. Like you can do yeah socially distanced distance selfies. selfies. And no autographs, which I think is a big one. Mm. Um, but there are a few locations, and they just added Tusker House, which was on our. Ooh bucket list since we haven't done it yet so that's exciting that's been on our bucket list since our first trip yeah like we wanted to do that for a we while. always we're always like oh should we do somehow end up some, end up somewhere else yep so that's kind of a nutshell i'm sure i missed a couple things of what is back i mean there's restaurants opening all the time 
things of that sort. There's stuff that's been back since it reopened in July, but they're all like modified experiences and things like that. But that's that's most of the stuff that's been gone that's coming back. Now, there's a ton of stuff that is slated to come back. And like when I say slated, not just like, yeah, we hope that this is coming, but Disney has actually said, hey, it's coming. Here it is. So for an example, one of these that is immensely popular, got a lot of um, excitement out of this announcement is that Run Disney is yes. back. Live Run Disney. We've had the virtual, right, virtual Run Disney. We've got the live Run Disney. Boring. So you've got yes. the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend. Well, that sounds like a nice time. Right? This is right. Wine, wine, dine, and run. Okay, well, I'm not a huge fan of running, but wining and dining. Yeah, you know? might get me to run. That's November 4th through 7th. Uh, you've got the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, which is January 5th through 9th. You've got the Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend, the February 24th through 27th. That's obvious. Those are obviously 2022. Um, and then you've got the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend, whatever Ooh. that means. I don't know, um, but I'm March intrigued. 31st through April 3rd. And really, that's the only one that we could potentially do because I believe... Birthday trip. At least last year, that was my... Sp- I was in Universal that week. And so if my spring break aligns... The same in 2022. I could technically do the Run Disney Springtime Surprise. You could? Or you. <laughs> did we have the same spring break? Uh, we did last year, yeah. yeah. So Somehow that matched up. But but neither of us are really like eager to do Run Disney. I do no. want to get more into running and potentially do something like that. But it's a lot of money to go and run. I know. And, like, the and then and you're tired. I don't want to go park hopping when I've just run a half marathon. I can't run a half marathon. So another thing I did this year was uh, coach track, which was amazing and fun. And, you know, some people are like, maybe you'll, like our friends Tom and Michelle, they said, maybe you'll join us for some Hyperion Adventures podcast. Check them out. Uh, Join us for some run Disney events. And I'm like, yeah, I thought about that. But yeah. we'll see. I'm I did still, a virtual one. It's not I, bad. I'm a sprinter coach, you know. It's yeah. just, I, I just like those short distances. I'm more of a couch to 5K guy. Yeah. Like, I'll do a couple runs to warm up, and then I'll just run straight up run a 5K and be done. Because 5K yeah. is doable. Half marathon? Ugh. No. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I do want to do it because I have heard, like, there's special character interactions yes. you can do. and But, yeah, I it's, don't know. It's a pseudo bucket list item for me like i want to want to do it right whether i actually do it i don't know so i don't know man we'll see but but i'm very happy for the people who are super excited that run yes. disney's back like that's a big deal it's back that's great um it's slated to return obviously november the first weekend in november is the first event um we've also got halloween and christmas events coming back now this is a little bit of a catch because yeah. it is not the full-on party that would be what six to midnight or whatever um starts at 9 p.m which i believe you can get into the parks at, as early as seven that's fine uh, but you got the after hours boo bash that runs august 10th through october 31st uh that's going to run nine to midnight on most dates there are a couple exceptions there where it'd be like 9 30 to 12 30 or whatever um so that's cool after hours events, here's the thing. A little bit more expensive, but I feel like you're getting less. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. The, when they market these, the idea is because it's after hours, it's even lighter crowds than like a party. Mm-hmm. But they keep extending Ex- yeah. the... Um, capacity? Capacity, yeah. So 
I don't know. I, I'm really curious. We're very close to the first of these. So I'm, ver- I'm just curious how it's going to look in practice. And I want to see videos and pictures and see about this. Because for us, if the timing works out, we 100% are going to do the very merry, well, it's not a very merry Christmas. I forget what it's called. But there's a Christmas after hours as well. Yeah. Um, How much are the tickets for these? Do you know off the top of your head? Um, off the top of my head, I do not know. I want to say like 130 bucks, but somebody's probably screaming at me in their car right now. <laughs> oh, that's not no, what yeah. it is. That's more than that. Um, they, I mean, they sound cool. So, for example, with the After Hours Boo Bash, you're going to get ghostly character cavalcades. You are going to have some element of trick-or-treating. Um, you've got performances from the Cadaver Dans, right? Um, yeah. No fireworks. I think that's a huge mm, one. Really? Now, with the Christmas, you are getting mini, a special mini Christmas yes. fireworks. So that's awesome. Um, but that. for Boo Bash, no, they've just said that they're going to do... They're um, going to do some kind of show or something, right? Like I'm, sure they'll, I'm sure they'll still have... Um, the Sanderson sisters? No. Well, I don't know. I don't know. There hasn't been a ton of details as far as offerings, and even fewer with the Christmas hmm. stuff. So... Um, oh, I almost forgot international food and wine as the time of recording this, it is just kicked off. So that yeah. actually should have been included in things that are, are back because it technically is back. Right. Because it, we didn't, we had a taste of food and wine last year. Yes. And now we have the actual international food and wine festival. Uh, that started July 15th and that runs through November 20th. Our plan is, is to be there for the final day. So yeah, that's. What is slated to return again? I'm sure I'm missing some stuff, but that's what's on the calendar. We know that it's going to happen. One huge, massive thing that we have not talked about yet that is coming, but it's not a return, it's brand new, is the 50th anniversary. So this starts October 1st. It's the 50th anniversary of Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be somewhat of a Walt Disney World celebration not just magic kingdom but that's ultimately what they're celebrating um they have announced they're packaging a lot of things into the 50th october 1st so for instance they said a while ago several months ago we're going to start early entry half an hour for resort guests which is a bit of a bummer because it used to be early magic hours extended magic hours and now it's just early magic and then deluxe resorts are going to get some late night hours or whatever what you pay for right um so that's a bummer but that starts um october 1st and they've said with the deluxe resort guests getting evening magic hours that's going to start early october but they haven't given a date for that you've also got remy's ratatouille adventure which i feel like should have opened a very long time ago right wasn't it like originally going to open spring of 2020 or something sounds about right it might have been summer of 2020 because in spring of 2020 we got mickey and minnie's runaway railway yeah so anyway um that's now october 1st so that is another thing that they've just packaged into this um you've got the disney fab 50 which is golden statues of 50 characters throughout the parks so again not just magic kingdom although they've said the majority will be in magic kingdom and i believe we've already got mickey up in magic kingdom oh yeah yep that'll be fun i mean it's yeah. not like the topiaries but yeah gold. I, I, it's it's very neat I'm, i think it's a cool thing that they're doing i'm excited about it sounds fancy yeah 
You're also going to get projections on the park icons. So on Spaceship Earth, you're getting these light beacons that are going to kind of make it sparkle, it sort of looks like, at least from the concept art. Um, you are going to get a firefi firefly effect illuminating the Tree of Life. Um, cool. On the Tower of Terror, you're going to get projections that reflect the Golden Age of Cinema. And of course, on the castle, we've got the blue and rose gold coloring. I don't know why I said projections, because that's not a projection. But each park icon is getting something added to it. Mm -hmm. So, um, Merchandise galore, of course, you know. You, oh, yeah. You got to celebrate the 50th by selling us some merch. Um, and if you remember with the Mickey and Minnie's 90th that had, like, the polka dot theme. Yeah. This theme is called Iridescence. Ooh. Yeah, with E-A-R for ear, iridescence. I mean, I figured. Uh, and it's kind of just like a sparkly look. But yeah, I said polka dot. It was the confetti for Mickey and Minnie's. It was like a birthday confetti theme. Yeah, but theme. there's definitely... Definitely polka dots. You know, I'm looking forward to them get Mickey and Minnie getting some new outfits. Yeah. Because they've been in those 90th birthday outfits for a long time. Yeah. So I feel like they should have gone back to classic a while ago. That's aren't, just aren't me. they in classic now? No, I mean I've still seen them in their huh. little party outfits. I'm like, okay, it's time. cute and all, it's but like, let's move on. Yeah, since but 2019. I don't know. No one cares about this, but I have to muse. Am I going to buy the anniversary ears or not? Because you can kind of only wear them for one year. Sort of, but you're probably going to wear your 90th little polka dot ears on this trip. This upcoming trip. I don't have official 90th Oh, I thought you did. Years. Okay. No, they're just polka dot. Ah. But. I think you can. I think you totally can. You know? It's like a, you get a magic band that's for a special event. You can still wear it on other times. Which I am going to. Yeah. I know there's people out there that are like, no, you have to have like the most updated. But we ain't got the money for that. So we're right. going to reuse. We're going to recycle some of these um, past events. And plus it's cool. It's like I was at this event. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was there for the 50th. Anyway, um, some other things that we're going to get. Um, Animal Kingdom is getting a new show, Rivers of Light. Not slated to come back. They've announced that that's gone. That's done. Um, but this is called Disney Kite Tales. And it's from what it seems like they're going to take jet skis. Shout out to Mobius. And ride around the river with kites. And it's like a show they do, and the kites will be themed to characters and things like that. That sounds interesting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll I don't see. know about the whole jet ski like that. It's gonna be loud. Yeah. Anyway, like I, I think a kite show could be cool, but I don't know about riding around on jet skis. We'll see. I guess we'll see. So that's goes. also going to start October first, um, and then we're getting a new cavalcade, Rachel's favorite, in Magic Kingdom called Mickey's Celebration Cavalcade. I don't. He's being sarcastic. <laughs> she, sarcasm doesn't like translate because you can't see my face. Yeah, it's not her favorite. It's I don't like cavalcades. Yeah. They're fine. She wants the parades back. I but feel don't, like... Cavalcades are fine, but don't tell don't me... Don't cut the parade. Don't tell and... me they're as good as a parade. Yeah. They're fine to like, oh, that's cool. You get to see them doing that thing. Yeah. But... I like the cavalcades, but you're right. I do not want no parades, only cavalcades. I, yeah. Both would be fine. Both, yeah. Both are fine. I'd like a but parade I had to at pick each one park. Or the other. A parade at each park. I don't see why that's not a thing. Anyway, that is what is um, riled up. coming with the 50th anniversary. Very exciting. We'll be there to experience it. It's going to make the rest of this year extremely busy, I believe. There's 
um, a pent up demand. And as a mm-hmm. travel agent, I can tell you this is definitely true. Um, you can also tell just by trying to book something. Try to book a last minute room on Disney property. It's either the prices are skyrocketed or it's not available. So there's definite demand right now. It's only going to increase October 1st. Um, but yeah, the other thing is the, the 50th people want to be there for right. that. Now, keep in mind, Good folks, we got the a reservation. 50th will last for 18 months. So you can go see the 50th stuff in twenty all of 2022. Yeah. Right? All of it. So don't sweat it. You can go in 2022. It'll be okay. Yeah. Push it back if, if you can, honestly. I mean. Right. Might as well know, go when Summer of not. 2022, I think, would actually probably be a pretty great time to go. Yeah, probably would. We should go. Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay. So that's what we definitely know is coming. These are these are all from official Disney announcements. I pulled all of that from the Disney Parks blog. And um, the travel agents get, like, emails sent to us with announcements. So that's where I'm getting all of those. Um, but what is still left to return? You know, things parades. that we know is coming back, but not sure when. You said what? I said parades, but we don't no, know. No, parades is back. not, we know it's coming back. I thought you say what still needs to no, come back. No, that, we're getting to that. That's the next section. This is what do we know is coming back? We just don't know when. The dining plan. I'm just going to start off with a bang. The dining plan. Yeah. Massive. So I'm so glad that they said it is coming back. I wish they would have been a little bit more clear, like 2022, you're going to have the dining plan or whatever. Like, even if we can't apply it to our trip, I just want to know. I especially want to know from a business standpoint, because the two questions I get asked the most from clients are dining plan and fast passes. Well, yeah. And I can't really answer either of those. Dining plan, such I'm like, a big it's coming. thing. Yeah, that's like so half of what right. a travel agent does. Yeah. You know, a Disney travel planner, they're going to help you with your dining and they're going to schedule your fast passes. Anyway, um, here's a fun one. We're getting a Coco scene added to Philhar Magic. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Right? It's very cool. I wonder if they're going to update it in general. So they did update it in Disneyland or when they released it in Disneyland, it was the updated version. I don't recall which, Um, but no, they're supposed to update at least the technology at Disney World as well. Um, Now, I think because Disneyland does have the update, they are getting Coco on July 17th. So as of recording this, that's tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know what the date is, but okay. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, For Magic Kingdom, we don't know yet. But regardless, Coco, amazing, super excited to have a Coco scene added to Philhar Magic. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what other Pixar is in Philhar Magic. I don't, there... think, I don't think there's any. Because it's all, it's a lot of those Disney classics. Yeah. That I can think of. Right? I don't know. Might have to watch Philhar Magic today just to, yeah, just jog to see. the memory there. Um. We are getting more restaurants. Like I said, they kind of just keep coming. So we just got um, Casey's Corner. It's officially back. People are very excited. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Uh, Ohana just came back to mixed reviews, sadly, but hopefully they get it back up to snuff. Um, But yeah, we know that more restaurants are going to open. There's others that they've announced are coming back. Sebastian's Bistro may or may not already be back, but that's definitely coming back. I think it's only a matter of time before you just see... You know, there might be some stragglers that never, ever come back. But I think for the most part, you're going to see, you know, 90 plus percent of the restaurants 
back opening. Now, my big thing is restaurant reservations are so hard to get right now. They have to open up capacity. If they're going to keep increasing park capacity, you got to increase restaurant capacity. Yeah. Because like, it's so frustrating trying. And, and, you know, I pride myself in, like, I'm going to get you X, Y, and Z. Obviously, there's some tough ones where it's like, oh, that's, that's going to be really hard to get. Um, but... No, for the most part, it's like, I'm going to get you those dining reservations. and But now it is it is cutthroat. And it's just because there's such limited availability. So they got to open those back up more. That's a big, big hope for me. Um, but we do know that we're getting new restaurants. We're getting Space 220. Yeah. It's been long awaited right? as well. Right, right. Yeah, we were like somewhat optimistic that we'd be able to do it for our anniversary. So we were originally going to do our... 10 year anniversary Disney world over Labor Day weekend. And so when the parks opened back up in July, we were like, maybe, maybe space two twenty two maybe space two twenty will be open Labor Day weekend. No, not even close. Uh, we will get the roundup rodeo barbecue and toy story land is still coming. That's an official thing. Um, and the creperie in the France pavilion. Cool. Yeah. I like crepes. Right. Sounds great. Um, we are getting ride updates. These are official happening things. Jungle Cruise is getting, you know, some of its, how do I word this, but not politically correct things are being adjusted. Um, all the adjustments I've seen so far, I'm fine with. Like, it doesn't seem like they're taking away the spirit of the ride, which I think is what people were worried about. Um, but I think it's cool to make it more inclusive for different people groups that they're updating that. Uh, it is still operating, so just parts of it are, you know, covered, and then they're mm -hmm. updating it. Um, we also know that Spaceship Earth, so that got announced before the pandemic, that they were going to close Spaceship Earth yeah. and update it. And then the pandemic hit, and it was like, hey, when they opened up Disney World again, they're like, hey, Spaceship Earth is still going to be open. So they clearly hadn't started on it yet. And it was kind of thought for a long time. That got scrapped. Spaceship Earth is not going to get updated. But nope, Disney came out and they said, we are still going to update Spaceship Earth. What that what that entails, new scenes, I'm guessing a new narrator, I don't know, but Spaceship Earth will get its refurbishment. Maybe like the part where it takes your picture will actually work. Right, that whole technology. That would be great if they fixed that. Cause... I mean, they'd have to get all new, uh, what are those called? Like ride... The cars? The vehicles? Ride cars. Ride vehicles, yeah. No, you could probably just take the systems out that are in those and put in a new computer. I wouldn't mind new ones. They're not very comfortable. Yeah, that's fine. Especially like when you're tilted and you're like going up or back. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, this is... That's fine. No. Um, and of course, Hall of Presidents is getting updated. We're going to get Biden added to it. When those reopen with their modifications, don't know. Don't know. Hall of Presidents is currently closed, so I'm guessing just when it opens, it will have Biden in it. We also know that we are getting the railroad back at Magic Kingdom, which I kind of laugh even saying that because I, I can't even remember when the railroad was last running. I've never seen it. Well, it was running in 2016 okay. when we went. <laughs> so there you but go. that's the last time I remember it running. It's been down for a long time. That's all I know. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I have yet to take a ride down Main Street in any vehicle, so. Right. It would be nice. This railroad doesn't go through Main Street, though. Well, whatever. <laughs> doesn't it go around Magic There's Kingdom, There's a station. Though? Yeah. Okay. I know what you're saying, but you said down Main Street. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that's coming back, and 
thankfully, because that needs to come back. That's so iconic, and the fact that it's been down for so long. It's flabbergasting. <laughs> um, now, we have some experience. Now, these may be very far in the future, but they are exciting nonetheless. We're getting the Galactic Star Cruiser, which is the Star Wars hotel, which is a totally immersive two-day experience. Two-day experience? Yeah, that's you, you book two nights in this hotel. Do you still go to the parks? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. They'll even have a shuttle that will take you directly into Galaxy's Edge. And on the inside, it doesn't look like a bus. It looks like a space shuttle to keep to keep the immersion. But it's like going to be a storytelling experience. They're hiring actors to play these parts, and you're going to be part of the story. And then you sleep in like a bay on this ship, on the Star Cruiser. That's crazy. Yeah, like, it looks totally crazy. What an experience. Yeah. Uh, we know that Splash Mountain is getting rethemed to Princess and the Frog. I'm still people are mixed on that one. I mean, I'm excited, but I'm also nervous. I'm 100% for it, but I'm withholding judgment until I see the execution. Because if they make a ride as magical as Splash Mountain, but with Princess and the Frog as the theme, right? Oh my gosh. Right. It's going to be so much better. It's going to be amazing. It's more inclusive. Just love it. But if they give a half-baked attempt and it's just kind of like, you know, not full-on animatronics, screen, I don't want screens. No. They do stuff to like ruin the spirit of, not maybe not the spirit of the ride. The spirit of the ride is kind of what needs to go. But right. the... um. No, I know what you mean. Like, like that, I don't know. Like the that. quality of the ride experience. Yeah. The like, animatronics, the storytelling, all that's fantastic. I'm sure they're going to do new technology and stuff like that. But it's like part of me almost wants them to keep that like, I don't know. Oh, I'm that, with you. That that's old what I school want. feel yeah. that, you know. But with Princess and the Frog story and songs. Yes. All for it. Yeah. So, yes. well, I mean, we'll I don't know. Disney does some amazing things in Imagineers. Yeah. Do I'm just hoping things. that that's how they but, treat it as like. I, I hope they will, because I know how beloved that ride is. And, I mean, I think a, a lot of us agree that there is a lot that does need to change about that ride, but... I'm just saying. I'm I'm, I'm excited, right. but I'm also cautious. That's how Not I because I don't think it needs rethemed. I totally am on board with the reasons why they're doing it, but I don't want it to get Journey into Imagination, where, yeah, the current ride is a shadow of its former self and hot garbage anyway Whoa. don't want to get yep yeah, don't want to get started on that terrain um we're also getting a complete redesign of the future world at epcot so club cool will be coming back um for whatever reason they're getting rid of mouse gears and coming up with a new store okay. that seems more generic but mouse gears had that like steampunky feel to it anyway um i'm just going to take a guess and say that those are likely to come some point before the end of the summer um, you've got Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. I keep calling it the Path of Water, but you're, it's like a, not an attraction necessarily. It's more like a walkthrough experience from what I gather from it. So that sounds really cool. It sounds interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Moana needs their own ride, but okay. Well, and that water area needs, it needs some love. What, like the fountain area? No, Bye. like back where the seas with Nemo is. Cause I think oh, the, yeah. The, I think it's like a path that leads down to that. Listeners, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, we're going to get a new pavilion called the Play Pavilion. I imagine that's going to be on hold for a while because from what I hear, it's a very interactive, right. touch, touchy pavilion. So oh, probably the get... Honeywell is back at a... That's true. 
but I don't yeah. see them installing new things. We're going to push to open this yeah. sooner rather than later. And by the way, by the way, touch everything. Touch everything. We've got the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Again, we don't know when that's coming, but progress building, continues right? to be made on the big blue building. And then we've got the Tron Light Cycle Power Run, which when rumors started coming out that that wasn't going to be open until 2022, I refused to believe it. Because every time I check, it seems like they're making great progress on it, but mm-hmm. it must be a pretty involved ride to build. Oh, I don't know. Sure. Um, and the monorail line to the Epcot is coming back. Yeah, that back. was exciting news. That should have been earlier in our show. But I had it in this section because we didn't know when it was coming back. And then Voila. basically yeah, when we decided ago. to record the show, they announced, yeah, that Monday. So, running. yeah, that's exciting news because for our trip, we want to make good use of that. Yeah, I love the monorail loop and I love taking the monorail to Epcot. I think that that is the best part of the monorail experience is when you go around mm-hmm. Spaceship Earth in Epcot. Yeah. It's so cool. That's the best part of the monorail ride. Like, the monorail even, ride's great, but... Love well, it. it's even great just to see that monorail go. Yes, true. Like when you're in, in Epcot. Yeah. It's like, yeah, something's missing if you don't get to... Well, literally, something is missing. But, it's, yeah, part of the experience of future world. Indeed. Indeed. Future world. You know what I'm saying. Um. All right. So, let's get into the section that I'm kind of dreading. What is still left to return, but might not ever return? We have no guarantee of these. Parades. At parades is on the list, yes. But surely they'll come back with them. Maybe. I mean I don't know. What was the, I think um... I think I think for special events like parties, yes, I think they will bring parades back. But I think they like not having to basically shut down half the park at three o'clock every day for Maybe. a parade that interrupts the flow of traffic and it's a big production. I don't know. Yeah, but it's I'm so just good. I'm just speculating that it could possibly not come back. I agree. What was the Name of the parade in Disneyland? Festival of Fantasy. Oh, the Disneyland parade? Yeah, the most recent one. Oh, I forget. Well, that had a great reception and it wasn't out very, like, it came out, like, in the fall yeah. of 2019. And so it was only around for a few months before everything right. shut down. So it's like. With that, with that funky Calling All Dreamers song? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't remember the name of it, but. Right. That, yeah, that didn't get. A full run. So well, I know. There, we I, we look, need. I'm I'm with you. Bring the parades back. I'm just saying this is on our list that we have no indication whatsoever that this is coming back. Here's some other ones. This might kind of blow your mind a little bit. With the exception of Festival of Lion King, we really don't have shows. Here's what's still not running: Enchanted Tales with Belle, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, Turtle Talk with Crush, Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular, Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Jedi training, trials of the Which temple. We don't know if that's ever coming back, right? Because that didn't that go away before COVID? I think so. Um, I think it was on its Star way Wars up. Launch Bay, which is mostly meet and greets, so I can you can kind of lump that in with meet and greets, and then Finding Nemo the musical. Big that's like most of the shows at Disney still are not running, and if they're gonna keep with this, what about, no f- um, is the Beauty and the Beast show back at Hollywood Studios? No, that should be on my list. Yeah. That may not come back ever. That needs because, to be. I love that Because show. they got rid of that and replaced it with like the orchestra thing and then they got rid of right. the orchestra thing. Well, they said thing. they were going to like, uh, you know, what's it called? Revamp it or whatever. It was closed for. Right. 
what's the word? Refurb. Right. I'm like, what are hey, they refurbing? Here's, I don't know, costumes and props. Yeah. I don't know. But here's the thing. Disney needs shows like this as crowd eaters. Right. Because right if now If you're going to keep this no are... fast pass, like, and increase, again, going back to increasing capacity. If you're going to increase capacity, you have to open up more stuff. It's going to mm-hmm. get, it's going to get overwhelming. And I kind of dread if they don't solve this before Thanksgiving slash Christmas this year, because those are going to be, and actually we'll throw in October at the beginning of the 50th. Right. Those are going to be insane. Mm-hmm. You have to open up Monsters and Glaff lore. Right. Like, you need to. Otherwise, yeah. And Magic Kingdom is a pretty lands. big park with lots of stuff to do. So maybe even more importantly, you have to open up Finding Nemo the Musical. Right? Yeah. Like, you just need stuff to pull people away and get them inside for periods of time. Large crowds. So, I don't know. Hopefully that's coming back. Um, parades, like you mentioned. Fast Passes. Disneyland Paris just came out with their new paid fast pass system. Yeah, it's a pay. Here's the thing: it's a pay per fast pass. You can pay for up to three a day, and then if lines get too long, there will be a virtual, um, a virtual standby. Um, I don't. They had it in euros. I forget what the U.S. dollar equivalent was, but I want to. I'm just throwing this out there because I did not write it down, but I want to say like fifteen bucks. Which can get and I and it expensive. fluctuates too. I think it also depends on demand. Like for a family of five, you know, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. For each and it's only in each yeah, and for each ride for each person. Yeah. So could it end up costing you more than like Universal's Express Pass? I don't know. That's very expensive, several hundred dollars um, per person. But that at least gets you on everything. Yeah. True. Um. The dining window. Right now it's 60 days out. And I used to scoff at the fact that you had to make dining reservations at 180 days out, like half a year away from your trip. Right. But so much planning goes into a Disney vacation that I find it hard to wait until two months before it to try to plan everything. It's true. Part of me thinks this. Part of me thinks that if slash when Fast Passes come back, and let's say they do, and let's say they do their 60-day window, I think they'll bump dining because i don't think you can have dining at 60 days and fast passes on 60 days and expect people to do that all at once who knows though what would you prioritize that's really hard because getting fast passes and getting dining is is cutthroat it's like getting tickets to a sold out concert the second they go on sale yeah for two different shows if you if you're doing them simultaneously well, I agree it needs to happen. I just don't know if Disney's going to have the foresight. They're not really great, historically speaking, about, like, anticipating oh, how, no. and how the things system, are going to And when it comes go. to technology, the systems will crash. Yeah. For sure. Like, Oogie Boogie Disneyland tickets was a debacle the other day. People waiting all day on hold to get these tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Right. I'm hoping the Christmas party doesn't have that. Um, character meet and greets that aren't socially distanced. No idea when those will actually come back. Um, we've got one water park open. Blizzard Beach has been open for a while now, so that's great. Typhoon Lagoon still not open, and who knows, who knows when. Yeah, there were recent aerial photos. There's a Twitter user bio reconstruct, and I don't know if this person has an airplane or what, but they're always taking aerials of the parks. Oh. And uh, they took aerials of... Typhoon Lagoon, and it showed like part of it may even be like there was like a landslide type thing that happened. That, yeah, wow, but everything's drained and it looks dilapidated. And who knows what Disney's planning with Typhoon Lagoon? 
um, resort hopping. Right now, you can go to different resorts if you have a dining reservation. Now, I have heard people say, like, if you stay within the ecosystem, for example, monorails. Actually, we did this. Mm -hmm. Um, We did resort hop on the monorail. We were shopping at gift shops. We weren't just hanging out at the resorts, so we had a purpose there. Um, But otherwise, if you're trying to get into that resort, you have to have either a mobile order or dining reservation. I would love to see, especially for the holidays, the ability to resort hop because you've got Christmas trees and gingerbread houses and all sorts of stuff that people are going to want to see. We've got a park hopper, but right now the park hopper is limited. So you have to go to the park that you, the park pass reservation that you reserved as your first park of the day. And then you cannot go to another park until 2 p.m. And if that park is full, you cannot park hop to it. Now, I've not heard of a single person saying that they were not able to park hop to the park that they wanted to go to. Um, But that is not the best system, right? The best. Part of it is you've got Rise of the Resistance is at one, that second wave. Hmm. So they purposely make it so that if you want Rise of the Resistance, you have to have a park pass reservation at Hollywood Studios for that day. And for the 1 p.m. when you have to be in the park. For the 7 a.m. one, you can be anywhere. So it's kind so of interesting. Many, but, like, oh, I know. I don't know why. They, and I, I, I was just helping someone plan a trip, very large trip, 14 people. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry that this is so this complicated. It's yeah. like, well, if you do this, then this. If you do that, then that. It's like, oh. Yeah. And like, you know, you're well versed in all things Disney, at least all things Disney parks. But it's like to well, the- Well, Disney World. I do. I yes. make no claim as far as knowing anything Disneyland. Yeah, but to the common person that like doesn't you know go all the time or is you know taking a family trip once every couple of years, like how complicated? It just. Yeah. Well, and even even keeping being in the know about stuff, stuff changes all the time. And you know, I'm in several travel agent groups, and there's all the times questions where it's like, "Hey, is this still operating in this way?" And somebody's like, "No, actually, they're doing it like this now." And it's not even an official like announcement. It's crazy. Yeah. And Disney used to be okay. It was always complicated. The reason there are Disney planning professionals such as myself is because of. The booking the fat like there's so much to plan fast passes and dining and all that stuff in advance and now you have that but with fewer of the perks yeah like magical express is going away in 2022 yeah, wow. just stuff like that and it's like it's super frustrating but yeah they they make it confusing and there's just so much that goes into it the the, the park hopping system it is what it is you know but it's just really weird that it's like, we have to have park pass reservation for one park. And then you can go to another park after 2 p.m. If that park's not, was like yeah, so, so many variables. Right. That's, yeah, that's the word for variables. Yeah. So here's the last thing. <laughs> I like how everything else is like somewhat major. Fast passes. The last thing on this list is the DuckTales retheme of the World Showcase scavenger hunt. Now, currently yeah. there is no scavenger hunt running other than the festival ones. Those continue to run the Remy's Ratatouille thing food and wine thing yep um buzz the bee or whatever that spike. Bee, spike the bee <laughs> for flower and garden those still exist but there was a scavenger hunt that you would play kind of like on your phone and you would go to different stations and there would be interaction like projections and stuff like that that was phineas and ferb is that right yeah it was the agent p yeah um i think yeah that sounds right um it's been 
you know, I think it was an official announcement that they were going to retheme so. it as DuckTales. And as a DuckTales fan, I was like super excited about it. Well, now there's nothing. Um, but I think this is still going to happen at some point. I think when we see that scavenger hunt return, it'll probably be DuckTales themed. I mean, but at that point, are they going to be making new seasons of DuckTales still? No. So that's the other thing. Maybe the DuckTales got scrapped, then maybe they scrapped this. Such a great show. Though. Wait, DuckTales got scrapped? Yeah. Like, so they're not making new seasons? No, season, no new seasons. Do they finish the their The creators want to make, like, a movie to wrap things up. No, they didn't get to wrap up. What? Yeah. Why did it get scrapped? Just didn't get renewed for, what is it, a fourth season? I'm out. I'm outraged. <laughs> I didn't I know was, about this, but now that I do, I'm very upset. Well, yeah, about it. well, because I just assumed, like, oh, after you know, like, they're not going to continue indefinitely. So I was just assuming, you know, like they probably make four or five seasons, but I didn't know, like, it just abruptly didn't get renewed and didn't get. I mean, that's like there's like a legit story arc going on in I there. Know, I know, but this is old news, Rachel. Got to keep up. <laughs> I can't. Okay, so that basically covers everything. Um, Should have prefaced this episode with listeners who are like totally absorbed with all things Disney probably knew everything that we were already talking about. I want to end just by talking a little bit about the future of our show. The future. So we've got a vision for what we want to do with this show. Um, I think we're still going to keep with the bi-weekly schedule that may change at some point. We find ourselves hitting a good groove. Um, We want to be more organized. We want to be more intentional with the variety of shows. I think what you're going to see is less things that aren't park related for the most part, we're still going to do top five lists, like, you know, top five female protagonists or whatever. Um, but are like things like movie reviews, just not very popular. We realize people, people really don't want that. So we might comment on stuff, you know, black widow was good. It was good. (laughs) Not perfect. Had a lot of flaws, especially the second act. But in the past, we could have talked for an hour and a half about black widow and what we thought about it. Now we might reserve it for like a little quick five minute, thingy um but anyway we're still going to keep doing top five lists of course um trip reports have always been some of our most popular episodes we have that trip coming up we are absolutely going to do trip reports we enjoy those and our listeners enjoy those maybe won't spread out day by day maybe i I mean even doing it day by day those are some of our most downloaded episodes and people really like that and i yeah, and, and I like having I, it for like our own little time it capsule. It is like, a, yeah, it's a little like memory book. Yeah. Um, but I like when other, like, like when our friends go and they do trip reports. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm like, Those what are did like you some do? of my favorite what did you episodes. Eat? Where did you go? Yeah. What did what? you eat? What? Yeah. That's always a thing. <laughs> um, we want to do more park focused episodes. That's another thing that we've just noticed that the demand is there. And, you know, I'll just give you a couple of examples here. Like our packing list episode um, is one of our most all time downloaded episodes. Um, and now I'm blanking. There was another one that we did that was about uh, planning. Taking a toddler or a preschooler. To- preschooler. Uh, the show we did with Rope Drop Radio about gaming the fast pass system, right. essentially. That was an insanely popular episode. So stuff like that. So we're going to try and pack in more Practical of those. Practical tips. Yeah, tips. We'll still do that. Um, we've been having fun in our, we've been brainstorming a lot of like what, okay, if we're coming back, what do we want to do? Um, a show that we like doing and that also was well received is I'm calling it pick ones, but it's like the episode we did with Imagineers podcast, one thing to do, see and eat in each land of the magic kingdoms. So we've got other pick ones coming up and we definitely want to involve more guests and things of that sort. Um, Rachel has an idea. She wants to do Disney debates. Um, 
where like you pit maybe one ride up against another one and you know why is why is small world better than peter pan's flight and you're thinking it's not how is that possible but in a debate you might get a topic that you don't necessarily agree with and you have to defend it yeah some of them might make more sense than that um, we've got some ideas for, for game shows that we want to do and more. And we really just want to use this podcast as an outlet to continue to do what we've been doing, which is talk about Disney, get excited about Disney, all things Disney. Love, We love Disney. It, we, it's funny because we haven't been recording. We still talk Disney all the time. Right. Daily. Yes. All the, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Um, because we're drinking from our Disney mugs. But we want to have more fun with the show and just do more kind of like creative things with yeah, it. Yeah. And include so, other people. I, this episode is probably the least creative that we'll hopefully we'll have in, in a while. But this is more just us getting back, on the back into the game. Yep. Getting our feet wet. Picking a simple topic. Just running through what's going on. And this was a Rachel Reacts episode. She could not see the notes. I was just explaining all of this to her because... It's funny. She's a huge Disney fan. She's kind of our movie and music expert. Yes. But <laughs> when it comes to the parks. Or apparently the TV shows. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> talking at her all the time. And she's just like, what? Like, what? there's one thing we just talked about. And it's like, that's old news. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. And, and thanks for joining us for this comeback episode. We hope that you continue to join us for future episodes. And we hope that, um, you know, we can kind of, pick up where we left off as far as interacting with our listeners, building those relationships, hearing from you all. So please don't hesitate to reach out. We've got a Facebook page. Um, we do not have like a Facebook group. That would be cool. Um, but we're in several Facebook groups. Um, but, but the page um, is a way to interact with us. Twitter, maybe we should have a group that could be cool. Um, but I want to announce that we do have a new website. It is yeah. still part of our world.net. You, you will navigate to it the same way you would before, but it's completely redesigned. Um, you might notice a little bit of a shift in the focus is more on the travel agency portion of what we do here. Um, but you'll see right there, link to episodes and just kind of a new format. Mm-hmm. Keenan and put some work into that. It's looking real nice. Yeah. We're hoping to use that more. My vision has always been to do more like tips and tricks and stuff like that on YouTube. But shoot, if we don't have time for a podcast, I definitely don't have time to be editing videos for YouTube. So that got shelved and will continue to remain shelved. But I'm excited for the future of what we're going to do with part of our world. So with that said, thank you for being a part of our world. And we'll see you real soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week and being a part of our world. Please reach out to us on social media. We can be found at Part of Our World Podcast on Instagram or Facebook and on Twitter at P O O W Podcast. You could also shoot us an email, Part of Our World Podcast at gmail.com, or call into our voicemail, 614 392 8147. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, have a magical day. Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.